Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Gallant Fuse Daily News Show for Wednesday the 15th of February 2023. My name's Colin, I'm back after a wee day off. Um, shout out to Davey Pollock yesterday, a solid debut in the, in the, in the news seat, um, in the anchor seat, I should say. Um, good, to, good to hear his dulcet tones, I'm sure, for everybody, and he'll be back with you at some point. Uh, but you're stuck with me for today, and there's a couple of uh, big headlines to get through. Um, that's happened um, over the last twenty four hours. Got to start off with some some good news. Um, on the the Rangers Youth Development Company, um, they've donated another four hundred thousand pound to the Rangers Youth Academy. This takes the overall contribution to the youth program to more than ten million pound since two thousand two. So it was a really good article on RTV. Um, or sorry the the rangers website um so we go then they break down the detail detail that 12 it's generated from the rangers wattle the union jackpot halftime draw stadium breakfast scratch cards all help towards the academy on a daily basis and it's a significant financial support which has helped aid in the development of a number of first team players for the years um, they've listed a few, Nathan Patterson, Robbie McCrory, Leon King, Alex Lowry, Adam Devine and Charlie McCann are amongst the recent academy graduates um, who have directly benefited from the RYDC funding. Um, head of Academy Craig Mulholland and the RYDC Director of Operations Colin Stewart and BT Manager Dave McCallum um, all joined Leon King and Adam Devine um, at the turn ground yesterday for a nice wee photo shoot with one of those big checks. Um, I wonder who, who makes those big checks. Um, it's, um, I, I always think of the, the office, um, Ricky Gervais's character, you know, scrambling to go and get one. Um, maybe if a gallant view ever make it big, we'll, we'll get one, just a big check for a pound. Anyway, um, so Colin Stewart himself, he, he commented, we are once again delighted to donate another 400 grand to the Rangers Academy. We have now provided more than £10 million to the Rangers Youth Programme since 2002 and I would like to pay tribute to our remarkable fan base who continue to participate in our portfolio of products. Every penny of profit from Rangers Lotto, the Union Jackpot, Stadium Bricks and the Scratch Cards has given to the Academy to enhance player development. And we are totally committed to supporting Craig and his staff. RYDC has also given more than ten million pound in prize money to fans since two thousand and two, which is something we are also delighted about. We gave away over three hundred thousand pound in prize money last year, including a twenty five thousand pound prize to a lotto rollover winner. Seeing the joy in the Rangers fans' faces when they win cash with us will always be a major bonus to the RYDC staff. As always, I'm looking forward to working with Craig and his academy staff throughout 2023 to help increase awareness of the products. Um, as uh, well done to anybody who's won, I'm, I'm a Rangers Lotto player and sadly I've not won as of yet, but fantastic amount of money has been given away to fans over the last couple of years, so well done to everybody involved. Um, Head of Academy, Craig Mulholland, uh, he commented, As always, I would like to offer a massive thank you to Colin, his team at the RYDC, and of course the Rangers fans who continue to support the development of our young talent. Since the Academy was remodelled in 2015, we've been asking the fans to buy into a vision which would see Rangers begin to 
develop exciting talent to play in a winning and successful Rangers team. Also allowing us to commence a player trading model to augment our income and keep the Rangers winning. We are now able to demonstrate some exciting outcomes from that vision. In the last five years, we have brought in more than £15 million in transfer fees for academy players, with many additions, perhaps in the excess of £7 million, still to come on, still to come on those deals. Then we, then there is a co- combined value of Adam Devine, Leon Kine, Lowry and Robbie McCrory, all members of the current first team taking the total value generated from the academy well beyond £20 million. With 10 graduates playing in the first team last season, 8 playing already this season, Leon Kine achieving 19 appearances for this season, becoming the under-19 player with the most uh, minutes in the Champions League. Adam's important contribution while Bonner was at the World Cup and Alex's recent start against Motherwell taking it to 14 games in a row where a recent academy graduate has started. We can now be proud of the talent our club is producing. So a lot of, you know, a lot of positivity coming from uh, Craig uh, Mahon and Colin Stewart there. The, it's, a big, it's a big focus um the the academy and the player trading model and um I think we do get frustrated at times when we're not seeing a Nathan Patterson break into the first team every season or we're not getting um a, a Nathan Patterson selling for sixty million pounds every season. But we need to step back and take a look at how far we've come in the last eight years. Bear in mind we we had to absolutely rebuild this from scratch. The there, there was no infrastructure at all under the Spivs. So we're really starting from from ground zero. I think we've done a, a remarkable job. Um, and we are now seeing the, the fruits of this. Guys like Lowry, Devine, King coming through. Um, really a step above what we've seen over the last 20 years, um, with the exception of Gilmore and Patterson. It's, um, they're, and they're not going to come into the first team every year and get 30 games in the first year but I think realistically one player breaking through every two seasons is a good outcome Um, the players that don't make it moving them on for a small amount of money will all add up i.e. Charlie McCann um, because not every player is going to make it at Rangers but getting a bit of money for them will be that will build up Um, and then the ones who do break through Every now and then they've got to go for big money. That's the the player trade model. We're very much at the beginning of it, so we just need to continue doing that. Um, and as always, if you you know if you're interested in the Rangers Lotto or um, anything like that, I direct you to the RYDC website uh, or call you on Twitter. Um, that guy does a great job. Um, and, and he has done for a number of years. So well done to everybody involved. Um, on young players, uh, Malik Tillman, he was speaking to a German, um, I think it was Kicker, he was speaking to um, a, a German newspaper and it was, a, it was a really good interview, a number of different um, number of different topics, he even spoke about the start of the season, playing the Champions League, Giovanni Van Bronckhorst, um, quite a few, but the biggest point um, that um, sprung out to me, he was, um, he was asked about his future and getting more game time um, and when I asked about his next des- destination he went on to say I 
I just want to play as much as possible. To me, it's relatively unimportant where that is. I feel comfortable here. In fact, very comfortable. Around my performances, which I think Rangers are really happy with, but I could also imagine the same with the people at Bayern. We'll see. The outcome's open. As part of the same article, uh, the former Bayern Munich player and USA coach, uh, Klinsmann, Jürgen Klinsmann, he, he went on to speak about Malik Tillman. You, you just wish that every extremely talented player like Tillman gets a chance to prove himself in the club environment. Tillman's move to Rangers is a big step. Not only does he get playing time straight away, but he also has a very strong league, especially physically. Scotland is a battleground, and then he has the opportunity to play in the European com- competitions. So I thought that was the most interesting thing, because the big speculation uh, on the big talking point around Malik Tillman is, will we make him permanent? Rangers obviously having the option to buy for £5 million. I think coming from Michael Beale and the majority of the fans, it's a unanimous um, want to to make him permanent. I don't really know um, how much is down to the player. I think there might be a, an element of he, he has a decision and um, it sounds like he just really wants to play football at the right level. So, I'll be honest, did I see him breaking into Bayern Munich? Um, albeit he's been Excellent, an absolute fabulous signing uh, this year. I think Bayern Munich is still a level above right now, but we've seen how much he can improve month on month, so there's nothing to say that he won't make a real big jump if he goes to play with better players in better leagues, and he will continue to improve. I just really hope that he decides to, to stay at Rangers because he's, he's going to be a huge talent in a couple of years' time. Um, so we'll file that one under the... <laughs> It'll be the end of the season, I'm sure, um, that we'll need to wait on. Um, another wee bit of news, Ian Durant, um, former Rangers legend, has been appointed assistant manager of the Ayrshire non-league side, Kilwinning Rangers. Um, so the next Ibrox hero comes in as number two to former Air United striker Chris Aitken, um, who was unveiled as the club's new manager last Friday. Aitken told the club's YouTube channel, I don't think I need to say too much about Ian Durant. He's been with me now for the last three years. I've always said to him, he's my mentor. He's the one that's going to keep me right because if he can't feed off Ian Durant's experience, then he shouldn't be in the game. So all the best to Ian Durant um, and Chris Aitken and his, uh, his new role. Always likes seeing uh, whatever level Rangers, ex-Rangers players doing well when they go into management. Um, obviously, it's been... It wasn't the, the greatest starts to management for Ian Durant um, when he was caretaker for Rangers, but all the best to him with the wee Rangers. Um, the biggest bit of news for yesterday um, came from Dave King's statement. Um, I'm sure you've all heard, but there was an article in the Glasgow Times that Dave King has withdrawn from his agreement to sell his major shareholding in Rangers to Club 1872. So, just to remind everybody that um, the ex-chairman agreed that it was a multi-million pound deal with the supporters, uh, supporters group to transfer his stake in RIFC PLC in December 2020. And these were at a, a reduced rate, uh, these shares. And if you remember the, the media and the PR campaign, you you remember Dave King and Laura Fox actually came on the gallant few um to, to talk about the, the deal. Um 
in his statement, Dave Jones said, is a huge dis- it is with disappointing that disappointment, sorry, that I advise that the agreement for Club eighteen seventy two to acquire my shareholding in Rangers has been terminated. This year was to be the final year of the agreement, and despite my previously stated intentions to extend the agreement, it has become clear that this will be futile. A review of the share purchases undertaken last month reveals that the take-up for the two years to December 2022 is so far short of the agreed amounts that further extensions will not have any meaningful impact in the next few years. When I initiated the Never Again campaign, I had hoped that supporters would take advantage of my offer to become the largest shareholder in the club, but this never materialised despite the efforts of myself in Club 1872 to promote this campaign. My feedback on the possible reasons for this are, and these outlined five bullet points, which are, one, some supporters prefer to own shares directly. Two, some supporters would support joint fan ownership, but not within Club 1872. Three, the difficult economic conditions. Four, supporters no longer feel that the club is under threat. Five, the club's recent campaign against Club 1872 and its officers. I think that I think that a com- combination of the above is correct and will remain as such for the foreseeable future. Over the last few weeks, I've considered whether my dream of support ownership could be achieved by extending the offer to other supporter groups in, a t- in addition to Club 1872, but there's no indication that this will make a material difference. In addition, the club's success with its restricted resolution at the a- recent AGM imperils any would-be shareholder. I will continue to vote my shareholding as a supporter and in the best interest of the club. So the last wee statement I'll read out um, is from Club 1872, a shorter statement than Dave King. They've read, We can confirm that Dave King has terminated the agreement with Club 1872 to purchase his shares. Whilst disappointed at this outcome, we acknowledge that Dave and his trustees had the legal right to withdraw under the agreement, as Club 1872 did not reach a minimum required purchases for the first two years of the agreement. We were pleased to be able to increase the Club 1872 shareholding significantly at a substantial discount of 20p per share during the period of the agreement and under extremely challenging circumstances. We would like to thank Dave for the opportunity he presented to supporters and we will now focus on increasing the Club 1872 shareholding through other avenues. The Club 1872 board has already identified a number of opportunities to do so and we will be communicating further with contributors in the coming days. So big news there because this was a huge bit of news at the time. Um, it, it doesn't feel like more than two years ago. Wow. Um, I'll be honest, the the notion and the idea, a very romantic one, but I've always bought into um, a fan group having major shareholders and rangers after what happened. Um, I would one day love to see it happen. Um, I thought Club 1872 were the biggest chance of doing it in, in the coming years, but I can understand why why, why we've not achieved that. Um, I'll be honest, I don't think Club 1872 have turned out to be the the best avenue for this. Um, I, I think there's been a lot of own goals, there's been a lot of debate, um, a lot of, a lot of back and forth kind of PR disasters to um, use a, 
a tabloid uh, saying, um, which I, I can't really cover off in, in a 15-minute uh, news news round. Um, I don't think they've done themselves any favours, um, and the appetite has decreased and decreased, and it makes sense that they just pull the plug on this now. Um, what I'm interested to see is, A, what these other avenues are for Club 1872, um, and... I've reached out to them to see if they will come back on for another interview because I think it is important to know. Um, B, what does this mean for Dave King? What will he do with his shares? Will he look for a buyer? Will he maybe get back in the game? Um, I, I can't see him getting back in the game. Um, I, I really don't know. I, I think there is still some sort of tussle between him and Douglas Park. Uh, so I can't see him giving up his shares just yet. Um, again, he's not said it, but I wonder if that's part of his reasoning for pulling the plug at, um, at, at this point. Um, more of this will come out in the coming weeks, I'm sure, um, and we'll update you with any news. But that'll do me for everything today, folks. Thanks very much for listening and enjoy your Wednesday. Take care. <laughs>